This is In the Dirt with a Sodu. We are here in the dirt. 800 Elite Club. We're in Atlanta, Georgia, right? We, we yeah. live 50 minutes apart, but we had to come to Georgia to actually have a conversation together. So that's perfect. Um, let's talk about a few things. Number one, tell us about, tell me about your store and the audience about your store. Well, we actually talk about two stores now. Yes, two stores. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. So we just when did the second store come into play? September 19. Oh, yeah. wow. New, new. Fresh. Yeah. All right. So, so tell, tell us about the stores. Uh, so we've got an independent store. Matt, mm -hmm. you can talk about it. So we have an independent store uh, in Utica that started 65 years ago as yeah. an old gas station repair shop. Um, Matt's father, who, you know, a couple bays and just, you know, servicing cars, fixing cars. Oh, yeah, on the grind. Yeah. And then um, Matt's father got sick and Matt took over and just built it up. And I came on with Matt about... A year after we opened our new facility, um, which is state of the art, um, it's built like looks like a Chevy store if you just drive by. Um, and then from there, we've just been grinding ever since. And, and then, you know, a month ago, we bought a, a Buick GMC store, and, and that's the quick summary. So, so you have a Buick GMC franchise now? Yeah. Yes. Which one is it? Yep. What, what, what was it? Uh, it was a Buick GMC franchise. No, I mean, it like, was, what was the name? Oh, uh, Lee. It was okay. Lee in Boonville, New York. Yep. So we're about 30 I know minutes. where Boonville is. You know, I was going through on my way to Old Forge, right? <laughs> yeah. I, used yeah. To do, I know exactly where it is. So I um, uh, actually bought my first truck there when I was like my first newer truck, you yep. know, when I was like new to you. Yeah. yeah, new yeah. to me. Uh, when I was like 20 or 21. And I, I think I remember telling my parents, like, I really like that, that store up there. And it's always sort of, you know, I drive by every weekend uh, if I go up to camp or whatever, and it's always like in the back of my mind, back of my mind. And uh, about three years ago, I started a conversation with the owner and I came back and I was talking to my mother. My mother owns the companies with, with me and uh, we're partners. And she's, uh, and I'm like, you know, I really like the store. I think we should look into, you know, buying it. And I was talking to the owner and blah, blah, blah. Well. Three, three years three years later in February it'll be three years and uh, we made it happen so it's here we're in there we're selling cars fixing cars and trying to hire staff and uh, it's coming along yeah, yeah. We're yeah, excited. It's literally called Boonville for everyone listening. Yeah, it's Boonville, yeah, New York. It's like not like, hey, where do you live? Oh, they live out in Boonville. Like Boonville's an actual place. I love it. It is. Uh, it's good. It's like. It's uh, there's a lot of like old school yeah. there, like you know, a handshake still means something. Yes, and uh, and people are respectful. You wouldn't believe how many people come in and just like, oh, thank you for coming to town. It's so great to see all these cars here. We're so glad somebody you know is coming in and, and, and keeping a dealership Paying attention here. to it. Yeah, yeah, because they used to have three dealerships. They, they they actually used to have four dealerships in that town. They mm -hmm. all closed. Um, and this was the only dealership left, and they're just really excited to support the place. So they come in, they're they're friendly, they're inviting. We've had a couple people bring in like donuts. And Does stuff. that town have like this big fair every year? Yes, huge. I've driven through during the fair. It must be like right in. It's in October. They have a couple. They have a couple. They they have the Woodsman Field Days, which is gigantic. So like all the loggers and logging companies. Yeah, all yeah it was like I felt like I, I felt like I was transported somewhere else when I was driving through. Because everybody, I felt like everybody was there. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it was like unlike anything you experience like in the city or yeah, anything like that. Yeah, oh, big yeah. Big time. I, I think there's something like, you know, don't, I, I could be wrong, but I think something like 60,000 people go to that. Go to that. No event. way. It the felt Woodsman, like that. Yeah. That's yes. unbelievable. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're kind of revamping and getting, getting the wheels back on the store. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, right? Yeah, you know, they, I guess the wheels were there. It was just, you know, the the owners, they had been there a long time. Yeah. Five brothers, great guys, friendly as can be. Um, but they're at a point in their life where they you know, want, want to go on and move on to, the, to other things. So, you know, the technology uh, was, was, there was a big vacuum there yeah. uh, for technology. We wanted to get some new modern stuff in the store. We are pretty advanced at our, our, our independent store. So we run it like a franchise. Yeah, let's talk about that. Um, so what are you doing? What are you doing on the independent store? If you like, we're talking about technology, the summit we're at right now is about technology. Yeah, so we implement a lot. Matt, you know, Matt especially when he came on board, he got even more into the tech. I was always like, I liked tech, but I really not that great at it. But you know, right, it's not it. your first reflex to like, yeah. hey, let's get better tech. Right? Yeah, well, and you know how it is. So you, the stigma independent dealerships is, you know, they switch switch things every month. Yeah. You know, you have to sign a contract because they don't trust you're going to stay with them. Yeah, and we found like that we were doing that we're, we're like oh you know we don't do that and they're like wait okay we've like our, actually we do every that six months, right. and it's like we're not giving anybody a shot right so we said listen like we're gonna we're gonna pay a little more for these products and and things that we think work and we're gonna stick with them and, and we're gonna ride it out and if it doesn't work it's because of us not because of the prod the program you know so and we found that we've had success because we've stuck with certain things so what, what are you doing at the store you have obviously have no kind of OEM requirements you have free reign you can put the pieces together as you want to um, what are you really into right now from from tech stack well, there's a lot. So I think it's important to give a little backstory on our independent store. Like we are very service based. So a lot of a lot of our sales side has developed from from our service background and, and fixed ops background. Um, so we've kind of transitioned some of our, our our customer database to the to the sales side and and how can we you know capture those customers and make sure they're not going to the new car store down the road mm-hmm. and, and to buy a used car right and buying a used car and then complaining about it and we're going to fix it right. Know? So how do we fix that process? So do you find because you're so, you have like a service legacy that when people come to buy a used car from you, is there this assumption that the reputation carries over and that the cars that you're selling are in great shape, are fully reconditioned? Like, does that, does that translate like I think it would? In a perfect world, yeah, but I mean, right. there is just the, the stigma but of no. the used <laughs> yeah. car dealer. Right? The return like, customers, yeah. Right. Like, I, you know, I have probably eight to 10 customers a month that I've sold cars to for the past five, six, seven years, and they know that. But the average draw off the street, it's just for some reason, used car dealers have this stigma. And and that's what we were battling, and that's what Glenn battles, and that's what all of our dealers Yeah, and battle. that's what I found going into this franchise. I've only been there you know, a month, so yeah. I'm no pro. But it's, it's amazing how people trust the franchise. But when our independent store, at the point when I was taken over, like in in what in how we service our customer and service mm-hmm. the cars, it's it doesn't even hold the candle to it. Well, you know, we had a um, we had just one of one of my companies. We just hired a designer, and we um, we explained to her how the franchise used car system came to be, right? And we started back like before there were horses and buggies, right? And then there was a car and then Henry Ford figured out how to manufacture the car and he needed to sell it, right? And we just gave her the whole, and she was like, that's interesting. I had no idea that Ford, the company didn't own the dealership that I shop at, right? Mm -hmm. And I, it always, I always have to be reminded that most people think that way. Yeah. That's the majority. So like, that's where the credibility comes from. Yeah. They from. think they're going to go back on, on GM or back on Ford. Or exactly. They don't realize that, that there's this middle layer of ownership. And so I think that that's why the credibility, right? Cause you think about it, someone sees the commercials on TV, right? And they see the logo on the building 
there's just an, a level of credibility that comes with that when if you have an independent brand, until you've spent a lot of money and a lot of time building that brand is credible. And which we're doing. Yeah. Which yeah. we're doing. And it, yeah, tell me about that because that really is the antidote. Like the, the long game is just doing a great job over and over and over and over for a long, but that takes a long time. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways you can force multiply your efforts, right, is build a brand. And in these days, right, we can communicate as much as we want. So you're doing that. What are you doing to build the brand and kind of speed that whole curve up? Mm -hmm. So, you know, obviously we spend money on digital and things like that, but I think we've really dialed into just owning our market and owning our, our, our city that we live in. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's 60,000 people and, you know, we're not trying to sell 60,000 cars a month, you know? So, I mean, if we can hit a small fraction of that, so mm -hmm. we've really invested into the community and, and how can we just get ourselves as people in front of our, our people in our community so they can see us, you know? So how, you, how are you doing that? So we just, we recently- Get tactical because yeah. I think like people always want to walk Facebook. away. Facebook. Yeah, I mean, Facebook. So, I mean, we recently just partnered with uh, with a local zoo and we're donating a, a vehicle to them and they're going to turn that into this zoo mobile and they're going to go around to schools and, and bring animals to different places. And that's Love something it. it's going to have our logo on the side. And, and that's something we're super excited about because, you know, A, we're giving back to an organization that- that, that we we love and they, they do a lot for our community and, and, and it's helping us you know bring education and it has wheels so you know it's automotive related absolutely and, and that's yeah. what we want to spend money on so so little things like that and then um, you know at the new store Matt's getting involved in community events up there so I think that in, in one thing I've learned from Glenn is like you can spend so much money you know advertising but if the people don't don't trust you it, it really doesn't matter like, yeah we've never done a good job expressing like or taking advantage of what we do for the community. So we're constantly, like, especially Cindy, just always serving the community, always involved in nonprofits, always, you know, doing cook, like baking stuff for people and, um, and, and putting on events at our church and, and, and like, um, she started an MS walk, mm -hmm. like all these things that she does for the public service and, and we do and people in the, in the dealership volunteer our time. We, it's something we sort of force everyone that works at our company. We, we try to get at least a couple hours a quarter and to uh, serve in the community, but we've never done a good job of t expressing that to anybody else. So unless you saw us doing it, you wouldn't know because we don't brag about it. And here's the thing. Um, I can't remember where I saw it, but I recently saw a graphic that really broke down the difference between sales, marketing, advertising, and brand in a, in a really effective way. And it went something like this. Sales what was this. I have a great car, do you wanna buy it? Marketing was, we're a great place to buy a car. Advertising was, we're a great place to buy a car, we're a great place to buy a car, we're a, right? You pay the yeah, money just so exactly. you get the repetition. And brand had a picture of a customer walking up saying, I heard you're a great place to buy a car. And I was like, that sums it up in such yeah. a great way. And sure so does. like you can spend the money in advertising and repeat a message, but until you've really done the work to connect with the people in the community to the point where they already know something about you, they have a feeling that is inclined toward you, mm -hmm. then you're just gonna be have to you're gonna be locked into that long game of building experiences one at a time, which isn't a bad thing to do, right? Like that's how legacy businesses do it. But you know, when we want to go faster yeah, we and we want to go deeper, yesterday. we want to make more of an impact and we want to buy more stores and we want all the brand credibility to transfer to, from one to another to another. Um, that's where the, the real community work comes in. How are you, if you are, or are you planning to integrate the brands? Do, do they have the same name, like the, the new store and the used store? Do they, they have some synergy between the two? 
Yeah, and our logo. Yeah, our logo is identical. It's just different color. It has a little thing. So um, yep. the name's a little bit different. Our used car store is called Naimi's New Generation Cars. Yep. The new store is Matt Naimi Buick GMC. But yep. I mean, it has the, the, the Naimi name, name yeah. which yeah. which is our brand. You know, you know, Matt and Cindy built it, and and there's a big backstory to it, and and um and everybody knows the family. You know, and and that's important. And especially and in a town like Utica, exactly. Boonville, right? Yeah, the, it's. It's a town where people, and for those of you listening, it's a town where, um, although it's 60,000 people, it's, it's a pretty tight community. It's very tight. Right? Very generational, very legacy. Yeah, a lot of the big like uh, corporate companies come in and they're gone within two years. Oh, yeah. yeah right. It doesn't, it's, it's, it's relationship buying, relationship selling. And, yes, that's, and that's one thing we've yeah. seen is, you know, we had a, a big family-owned auto group owned pretty much all the dealerships. There's two. And, yeah, it's and Cortese and Carbone, right? Carbone and Steed. Oh, and Steed, But yeah. Carbone sold off to, Lithia, to now. Lithia yeah. and, and now they've been bought out by a, another company and, and that's right. their credibility just isn't there. Even when they were Lithia, Lithia is this huge conglomerate, but people just didn't get the experience. They were bringing people in from out of town and yeah. they just didn't connect with people. And, and they've always had local managers until they bought got bought out, you know? Uh, so it was local people selling to local people. It was, it was that community. They're at the they're at the baseball game. They're at the softball game. They're at the hockey games. They're, you know, coaching the sports. And then you bring people in from out of state. And it was like... So, so we saw this happening and we said, hey, listen, we really got to dial in and like... Now's like, the time. And go, yeah. you know? So, and that's what we've been doing for the past, you know, year. Um, and, and we've seen results, you know, it's like a snowball. It's not perfect. We've had ups, downs, we've stepped back, stepped forward, personnel issues as, as it is. But like, we have a core of people that are, are the base of our, our, our dealership. So, yeah. So a lot, lots changed, right? 2022 is crazy. 2021, 2020. Now you're heading into 2023 with a Can't new wait. and an independent. Mm -hmm. What's, what's the battle plan? Like, what is the big area of focus going into 2023? We're going to take all of the good people in the automotive industry or who think yeah. they can be good in the automotive industry and, and they're going to work for us. So hiring. Months. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're going to. We're hyper focused on finding the best. And what are you doing to, to do that? Talking to people. Yeah. It's just talking to people. I mean, we found like in, in everybody in this 800% group will tell you, like you don't place an ad and have people come to you at, at this point in the industry. Yep. You, you need to go find them. Like there, that next, you know, 50 car a month, 30 car a month guy is probably your waiter at a, at a nice restaurant right now. Yeah. And he just doesn't even know the automotive can make him a big paycheck and make him you have this awesome life. Yeah, Matt came, you came from a sneaker store. Right, and, you know, I went to school, thought I was gonna be a cop, and I was working at a sneaker store, and then I met Matt, and the rest is history. I Man, love I it. Literally I love that story. Yeah, and and I, then we got Rob from Denny's. Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah, like, yeah. this industry, I don't I think enough people- worked at Denny's a lot. My, he crushes it. Right. Absolutely. Denny's teach you how to work, man. Yeah. Right, and yeah, <laughs> and, and, but there's just not enough people that know automotive's an option in yeah. this industry, and I think that, you know, I, I've been following Glenn since he was at, at Dan Cummins, and I just, I stumbled up across these guys that are super active on, on social media and, and I was just hooked, man. Like, I want to be like that. Like I want, this is, this industry. But you see, it's awesome. possible. Right. Like you can build like look how many you know, guys like Alex Flores who just built these huge dealerships from, from nothing. And how many industries can you do that in? There's not, not many. many now it's we say in automotive, there's no ceiling, but there's also no floor. Right. Right. Which is the most <laughs> beautiful thing, That's especially for, for somebody who's looking to t turn, flip the script. 
mm-hmm. for some people who think they're locked into a career path right. that has nothing to do with automotive. Mm-hmm. But when you go, I bet if you went out here, ninety percent of the people would be like, "Yeah, I, well, I kind of found, you know, I stumbled it into automotive. Yeah, you know, exactly. it's either in your family or you stumbled into it. There's no exactly. like, I set out say I'm going to be an auto dealer one mm-hmm. day, or I'm going to work in automotive. Well, thank you yeah. so much. I got two mats that live right down the road. We have to have right. we have to have yeah. lunch. I have to yeah, come yeah, down to Utica and see yeah. the stores at some point. Thank for you so sure. much for spending some time with us. Thank you Absolutely. for having. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening to In the Dirt with a Sodu. We love the automotive industry and the people who make it run day in and day out. We would love to connect with you more through our daily dose of fun, a free email that you can sign up for at asodu.com. That's A-S-O-T-U.com. We put our heart and soul into it every day. Thanks again for listening. Join us next time for more conversations in the dirt with a Sodu.